actually one of the most uh, bizarre things ever was talking to somebody at a bus stop in England and I mentioned that I was looking for a job and then she wrote down a telephone number of someone and I ended up with a really good job. This is Gentleman Lars. My name is Lars Carlin. I'm not a gentleman, but I'm trying to become one. I'm getting advice about this by talking with different persons and recording the conversations for this podcast. Right now, I have a big problem, since I have to find a new employment quite soon. I live in Scandinavia, in Sweden, and Sweden was not long time ago described by newspaper here as having the worst economy in the entire EU. Yeah, I'm very happy that uh, I got in touch with you, True person mm-hmm. is a friend of both of us. But could you please just tell us who who are you and what are you working with? I'm Abby. Um, Abigail Welshman's my name. I work as a psychotherapist and counsellor. I've been... F- focusing mainly on counselling throughout the pandemic and in the last year, dealing with um, a lot of uh, people who are suffering through the consequences of the pandemic and, um, you know, the most common common uh, themes that crop up are anxiety, depression, um, lack of lack of direction in life, those kind of things. I have a, a problem, I would mm. say, because uh, I um, have to find a new job in a couple of months. And uh, I live in Sweden, and at the moment, the, the economy is the worst in the EU. So uh, it would be great to um, get um, advice from you. What what advice okay. do you have okay. for, for a start? Um, well, first of all, I I hear almost like a panic uh, in in how you describe it. It being the worst economy, and then in the midst of this, you have to find a job. That itself will create a lot of stress. You know, worst economy. I have to find a job. Um, perhaps really leave the economy to be the economy. It's nothing you can do anything about. It's kind of figuring out things that you can actually, you know, um, influence or or change, and things you can't. So, how the situation is in Sweden at the moment, I wouldn't like go and focus on that too much. The one thing you can change, though, is finding a job that is within your power. So, first of all, kind of like, okay, I need to find a job. Keeping it simple. It can sound quite daunting, and I understand that, finding a job. But there's also seen it as um, an opportunity, an opportunity to reassess in life, you know, what's been working for me? 
Um, what's not? Do I want a complete change? Like, have I just been doing the same old job for the last 15, 10, 15 years and going along with it? Because at the end of the day, it's a job, it pays the bills, it gives me security. And perhaps actually my interests have changed in life. And what what was interesting for me you know, 10 years ago might not be. So, so perhaps seeing it as an opportunity as, as well as, as a kind of task or a challenge. And what I have been doing is like start talking with, with friends and, you know, get some mm-hmm. advice or, or input. But um, for, for me, it's... Uh, been kind of hard to, you know, take the time and get started. I've been working on my resume for a while, but it's like I haven't really, and I have sent out a couple of couple of applications, but I, I really feel that I, I should, I have to do more to really get this working. Mm-hmm. What, what 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 would be a good way to to you know get started to really mm-hmm. do something and and uh, well take serious steps closer to to new job okay so so it's kind of like a big a big kind of uh, um project you have on your hands now so i, I with, feel so yeah yeah well it is it is um with big projects the best thing to do to make them less daunting, less scary. And like you said, where do I start? Where do I need to put in more work? Is actually chunk them down. Put them into bite-sized kind of pieces of the whole task. Okay, so the the, the title of it would be finding, finding a new job. And then, like you started off, yeah, your resume. Um, first thing is to get a resume out. And I, I believe you've sent it um, out to the to one of your friends, yeah? To look yeah, at. That, that's right. That's right. See, the, things like this is superb. You know, use, use the support uh, that's around you. Um, and without shame, um, uh, a lot of people I speak to who send out their resumes, and actually me even included, I feel a bit shameful <laughs> of my resume in case I've written something wrong. But friends are there to help and to support. So, um, and especially if somebody works in the field, you know somebody in the field, ask them to look it over and see what you can change. And then it's to find, then chunking down, okay, then you need the research chunking down. You need to go and look online. Now, I'm by no means an expert in knowing what sites are available out there, but I know there are plenty and sometimes too many can be overwhelming for us as well. So maybe find maybe three, four really good websites with an extensive kind of um, um, job opportunities and, and focus on those and and see what's about. Also kind of become curious because there may be jobs around that you didn't even know existed. So extend extend your sh- uh, searches um, as well. Then also another thing, look for companies who perhaps don't have anything advertised, but seem like a company that would be a good fit for you to work. Uh, and just send off 
a, um, a resume with a covering letter um, saying if any positions arise, you know, that kind of avenue to look. And never underestimate how much family and friends know. Get the word out there. Speak to everyone you know. Let let your whole environment know you are looking for a job, because that's where things crop up mostly. It's um, it's sometimes not what we know, but who we know. Hmm. Should I should I try to? set a goal for each week to send out a certain number of applications or, or what, mm. what, what would be like the, the best way to do it? Yeah, that, that's a good idea. So once you have your resume and you feel happy with it, I mean, are you happy with your resume so far? Mm, no, uh, it, it's better than it was 14 days ago, but um, mm, no, no, it could be better. Yeah. Okay, so there's your starting point, first of all, because you can't really apply for jobs if you're sending out a resume that you're half-heartedly doing it with. So the resume has got to be something that you're happy with. It's it's really funny how um, people can pick up on things when when we're half-heartedly sending them and we think, you know, well, it's just an email, it's an application. It's still... Um, you know, it's it's not the whole kind of like lusting being and Lars going into to it. So that is your first port of call, is making this resume um, really uh, something that you can stand behind and, and feel really happy with. Um, can I ask you, are you procrastinating on working on it or... Um, how come it's been 14 days and what, what's missing that you're still not? Yeah. I mean, I find it, um, kind of boring to do it. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's not like something fun to, to sit down and, and work on it. Yeah. I, I'm mm -hmm. procrastinating that that's, uh, true. Okay. Okay. Then, um, Pick out something small. Set yourself a very, very low bar to do something every day on it. Um, perhaps split it up into blocks of 10 and mm. then you do one block a day. Mm. So whatever that block is, you just work on that block and, and do that for 10 days. Um, it's not the whole thing at once. Maybe um, that's also why we can procrastinate it just seems so tedious to do the whole thing just um focus on one small part every day because if you did that within the 14 days you could have had that done that's absolutely true yeah yeah um sometimes it like again it's it with everything it's it's chunking it down into bite-sized pieces things that we can stomach that we find manageable and um, without without it becoming too boring. And I've been thinking also about this since I'm uh, producing podcasts and also been working a little bit with uh, like um, short films, that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Could I use that when I apply for jobs? I mean, like... Because I, in one way, I, I find that this traditional thing with 
a resume, mm-hmm. and a, a personal letter. It's uh, it's just old fashioned and boring for me in one way. But but I mean, still, it's the way it seems to be working. But um, do you think it would be working to do it in some other way, or, or would that be just be totally strange? I think that's amazing. Go for it. And I, I, I totally agree with you. You know, the the standard letter and resume is kind of boring. It depends what job you're going for. You know, if you're going to work in a bank, then I wouldn't send a CV kind of like with a video of um, something going on. But if you're going for a, a job in the arts or something more creative get creative with your resume there are no limits um today is where we all need something to stand out your idea of creating a film to do Mm. it i think as well at the same time it's always good to have a resume to send with it i don't think that would be advisable to neglect that totally but then the emphasis wouldn't be so much on what you've written. And that could be very, very short. It could be like one page of just highlighting where you've worked and, and what edu- education you have. But in the video, you can bring you across. I think that's a fantastic idea. Do you have some advice to... You, because you were talking about this, like spreading the word and talking with people, what would be a good way to to do that? Well, the, to to start off, first of all, as I said, with with family and friends, and um, make it kind of very clear what what you are um, looking for. Also, to seek out perhaps old colleagues. From the past, especially if you're looking for a job within a line of work that you've already done Mm. and you have former colleagues that you know, even if you haven't spoken to them in, I don't know, eight, nine years, um, but, but, and don't have their contact details anymore. Majority of the times nowadays we can track someone down um, and just drop them a line. Asking, asking them how they how they're doing, what kind of work they're they're in, and say you're just putting the word out there because you find yourself on a crossroads at the moment and are looking for employment, whatever um, it it may be that you're looking for, and don't be shy in um, in stepping out there. Actually, I, I went. To a, to a, a job interview a couple of days ago, and I don't know if it, well, what will happen, um, but um, <laughs> there might be an opportunity or or not, because I have been like sending out a, a couple of applications now for a while, and then I got to an interview, and no, in the end, I didn't get that job, and I mean that's well, <laughs> that's how it works, but then it's uh, also Sometimes I can feel like, oh no, I, I'm getting depressed. This is not working. Oh, so, so how how could I deal with that kind of emotions? And like, no, thank you very much, but no, we um, that, that job uh, was for someone else. Yeah, what you've touched on there is um, is be- 
is a tricky, it's uh, becoming more and more difficult for people. There is actually something now called job search anxiety or job search depression. Um, You can Google it and plenty of things come up. A lot of it is to do with having to deal with rejection. Um, Human beings find uncomfortable emotions quite challenging to deal with. So one rejection is, is kind of enough enough for, for us um, to become low in mood about, but let alone if we're dealing with several rejections and then the feeling of hopelessness kicks in. I would say there are various elements. Um, first of all, really do have some, a support network around you to to be able to talk to somebody when when you've be, had received a rejection it's really important not to just deal with it and feel like a lot of people feel the sense of shame or a sense of failure mm-hmm. it's um it's it's to remember it's not necessarily a reflection on you it's kind of what what they are looking for or somebody else happens to fit it in. And another thing to be aware of nowadays, in a lot of companies, they already know who they're going to take. They already have somebody internal who they think, yep, we're going to have John fill this gap. But it is a legal requirement to advertise that job. Now, we don't know that out in the public. We just think there's a job going. Well, there is a job going, but that the uh, human resources or the boss there has already decided on who they want. That information doesn't get filtered across. So sometimes we can be on this, um, yeah, applying for jobs that actually really aren't available. So it's to remember that as well. So it doesn't kind of take it as a reflection of our own personal worth. Really, if you notice that the the rejection letters are, are coming in all the time, then look at your, your resume again or your video or whatever way you've decided to apply for the job because sometimes that may need tweaking. Then another thing is, um, so if uh, the resume needs tweaking, look at, ask other people's opinion on, on what they think. Ask somebody in the industry to, to look it over as well. And then if you find that you're getting invited to interviews, and then after the interview, you're being rejected. Then it's a time to have a look at your skills, your skill set that you have in the interviewing process. It could be you want to practice with some friends. If you are having interviews in a foreign language that's not yours, um, practice with some native speaker of that language. Um, and if need be, sometimes it might be worth paying for an hours of interview coaching with somebody that can that can also be helpful another thing that just springs to mind because you mentioned you've had an interview uh, two days ago a couple of days ago yeah, yeah. a couple of days ago what did you um after the interview did you write to them and perhaps thank them for the interview yes because yeah. a couple of hours after the interview mm-hmm. i remembered that i uh, because this was um, 
uh, a job in the PR sector. Uh, and uh, I, I just remembered something really good that I had done uh, many years ago. Uh, so I sent an email to this uh, person and said, thank you for the interview. And also, yeah, this is something that sh- should be interesting for you. I-, I actually forgot it when we were talking. So yeah, I I did that the do- day after. Okay, yeah, that's that's excellent. I I always think it's it's um it's a friendly gesture um to to just thank the people as well just for their time, even if you don't have anything extra to add. Um, just thank them for their time. Also, um, even like the it doesn't have to be immediately after the day later is good, just to jog their memory that hey remember me you know it's good to 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 be in somebody's head a bit more it's it's um and you'll be in the inbox your your so your presence is kind of more more known that's definitely um a step to take and also if i'm trying to to get my network of uh, friends former colleagues and so on to you know uh, help me find a new position mm-hmm. um what would be a, a good way to communicate because sometimes um uh, people don't really understand you know what i'm doing or working with and so on so and i don't want to go around to you know be completely um desperate um or make a fool of myself yeah. but i mean still they, they need to know i'm i'm good at this and this and uh, if you see something please tell me um yeah, I I think there's it doesn't sound desperate. It sounds like you're serious about looking for a job. Um that doesn't sound desperate. Uh and and for some people it's quite difficult to sell themselves. But really um you know, give it your best shot. And if it's if you're somebody who finds it difficult to say, "Hey, I'm really great at this." Then at the time, pretend you're talking about somebody else. If it, whatever it takes to to be able to to sell yourself and and really, really go for it. I I would say face to face is always good. If you have, like I said, in your family or friends circle of friends, any any opportunity. You know, if it's somebody's birthday and you meet up with a group of friends and they have some people that you know, but there there could be strangers there that, you know, um, and you're at the same same birthday party together, throw it in, throw in the conversation at any gatherings like that. This, it's always um, a good one because the majority of the times as well, when we meet strangers, one of the first questions people ask is, so, and what do you do? And that's where you can throw in what all your great assets are, but you're looking for a job and um, you're, and be honest. So say, I'm putting it out there because I understand that's a really good way of perhaps finding, finding that, that, that job that is suitable for me. 
with the other people, old colleagues, like I was saying, like really look up old people. And if you can find their email address, drop them an email or a phone call. When I look uh, look back on uh, how I have got jobs in the past, it's been, um, well, really strange <laughs> ways because some people have, have asked me uh, when they found out I was like looking for a new job and I, I you know, um, found out that, oh, yeah, this person knew about a spot uh, that would fit me. But uh, it, uh, it has often been people that I, I couldn't ha- have imagined that they uh, knew about this uh, spot. Mm-hmm. Do, do you understand? Yes. I mean, like, like I, I've, uh, if I've been looking for for a job uh, in marketing and sales, and then somebody who is working in something mm-hmm. in a completely different area mm-hmm. uh, advised me about the job, it was like, oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Yeah, these things happen um, all the time, and uh, I can say from my personal experience as well, I've have found work in my life by talking to complete strangers. Mm-hmm. Um, about uh, about uh, actually one of the the the, the most uh, bizarre things ever was talking to somebody at a bus stop in mm-hmm. England, and I mentioned that I was looking for a job, and then she wrote down a telephone number of someone, and I ended up with a <laughs> really good job. But that came from talking to somebody at a bus stop. Yeah, yeah. So there are no limits to whom you can talk to uh, or mention it to. Um, it's, But um, in saying that as well, when you mentioned earlier on about becoming a bit perhaps depressed with the rejection, mm-hmm. even though on the one hand, yes, immerse yourself in this job hunting, you know, go for it and, 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 and really, really try to enjoy it as, as well. Um, because it can be quite exciting to see what's out there and um, what possibilities there are. But on the other hand as well, don't forget to take a break from it, to give your head a break from it. Because and why, why, is, why is that important? For your, your mental health, your general well-being. Because if we engage in this too, in anything really, too much and we forget our you know our friends to actually do our hobbies do other things um everything that gives creates a balance of what's good for our mental well-being um if we neglect this too much this can then lead on to becoming very low in mood um, it can it can cause all sorts of um, uh, anything that reflects really poor mental health. Uh, it can lead to substance abuse. It can lead to eating too you know eating too much. It can cause depression. It can cause anxiety. Uh, it can cause us to to not want to interact in just fun ways with our lives or just to do something that switch, switches off. So in order to create this balance where we feel recharged, where we're not heading for a burnout, um, keep that in mind and we can be 
we can go into the whole process a lot more enthusiastically uh, than if we don't take breaks and just feel run down by it. Because right now I'm working uh, five days a week. uh, And then, I mean, after working day, I quite often feel that, oh yeah, I mean, I really should do something about the, you know, hunting for a job. And then also, you know, Saturdays and Sundays. I mean, it's it's always almost like when you are studying uh, at a university or so on that that you feel like, well, what whatever I'm doing, if I'm trying to relax, I'm you know I really still I, I should be doing this you know other thing. Uh, so, uh, so, do you have some advice? Sh- should I have like some time that I take like okay now it's like uh, a Saturday or Sunday or an evening, and then I like. Nope, don't even think about it. Or, or uh, how, because I still have to work on it. But then this with the, you know, <laughs> relaxing is also important. Yeah, abs- absolutely. Um, uh, f- first thing is, first thing is really erase the word should from it. Like I should be doing this. I should, this, this mm-hmm. should is, um, puts us in a mindset which just causes pressure. It makes us feel like we're we're being lazy or we're not living up to ourselves. Um, the 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 should can 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 be put in a box and and hidden in the basement somewhere. Um, but yes, it's vital to take a day off, one day where na- really nothing. Mm. Um, whether so, it sounds like you're doing like Monday to Friday then I would say a good day really is Sunday. Um, it would may work different for other people, but in your case, a Sunday would be really good to say, no, this is my, this is my day off. And really take it seriously about not kind of doing a quick Google search on, on your phone for jobs or um, doing anything in that direction really going outside, fresh air, um, walk, anything that makes you happy or, you know, can boost the endorphins, do it, do it on, on that day and then create a plan, a plan. If you're working five days a week, so say that two, two of, two of those days. So every other day you'll spend, you'll spend, three quarters of an hour looking through and perhaps sending off some um, uh, resumes. And if you have a good resume that you're, you're, you're pleased with and Mm -hmm. a video, like you said, and a video actually sending them off is really quite quick. That's true. That's, that doesn't take that much time. It's, but having that put together, that's where, you know, Perhaps over the the next while, just do some. It can be like every day if you wanted, like half an hour, a chunk that that's manageable. But but stick with it as well. You know, be be kind of a, a bit. You know, right? I am going to do that, and I am going to take that whole day off. But at the moment, okay, let's do half an hour each day, or three quarters of an hour every other day. The homework is chunk. The, the the important part now 
is to have something that you feel really happy with in sending out. So mm. whether you decide, as I said, I think it's a very good idea to have a CV, but just a very brief one um, of just your background, the dates, what jobs uh, you held, and perhaps the key tasks uh, in it. And then I love the idea, especially as a communicator, um, for, like sending out a video, um, mm. sh a short video, not too long either, because uh, somebody has to watch it. So that you know, is keeping it short to the point, bit quirky, something that um, is is lively, and somebody who's sat in an office and is bored with looking through lots of resumes and lots of applications, it's going to be the highlight of their day. Watching your one minute video or one mm. and a half, something kind of uh, short and sweet. Now, you will meet my former colleague, Charlotte Bourne. We used to work together with education for the games industry. We have been looking for an employment as a team. Let's hear about what we have been doing to find an employment together. We are playful, we like colors, and we're not doing it as all the others are doing it. We try to find another way to, uh, to get a job and to solve uh, problems and uh, solutions and find out new solutions and yeah. Yeah, and because that's what we had been doing for, for a while together. And also, I mean, the things we have done to try to find a job uh, together, I mean, has been uh, quite different because somehow when we have been talking with each other it, it, I mean it's always really fun and that we kind of trigger what pops up uh, of our heads yes new ideas always when we talk to each other so I remember uh, for instance uh, at one place where we tried to get uh, employment uh, we ordered a red um, uh, cake yeah. very beautiful um in in a red box yeah mm. Mm. we didn't get that but i mean uh, it was close actually yeah. so we, we we could we cannot say that we didn't succeed anyway because we we were really really close yeah yeah and unfortunately the company was bought by another company so yeah the circumstances yes, changed exactly <laughs> so and, and, and then also what we can say is that that when we are searching and looking for a job like this uh, in a in a in a two two person uh, employment situation yeah uh, people think it's very funny yeah so we get easily it's an icebreaker actually we really get through uh, quicker than others they they start asking us why are you doing this together yeah because we are a good team that's yeah. it. So do you, you, it's a two-pack. Yeah. You don't only get you, you don't get one person. You get two persons. So it's really a, a, like an elevator upstairs quickly. Uh, and we had fun on meanwhile and during that time together. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's super fun also 
to be looking for a job with someone who is like you have fun talking with each other and uh, also to come up with ideas because I mean looking for a job can be um, <laughs> kind so. of kind of hard yes no. and also going to job interviews and yeah. you should just tell how great you are and all of that boring stuff but I mean when you are two people uh, dressed up in something red and it's like yeah it's it's more relaxing it's uh, fun and when you say something I can follow up and so on also um, also if you are getting on an uh, interview yours by yourself you are really vulnerable yeah in, it's, a, it's a tough situation but we know that we get to an interview or uh, we don't even call it an interview uh, but we are do, doing it as out of the red box Lars and Charlotte yeah. and that helps us we are not uh, feeling vulnerable at all because we are so uh, we have the strength we have the power together so yeah because it's, we're, it's a we're a team we, are a we, team. we know each other yeah so uh, we can yeah it's a, if you haven't tried it I, I think yeah I think you should try it actually <laughs> mm. and I also think that when we have been uh, looking for applying for jobs I mean we have actually uh, got in touch with different companies and um, so on and also I mean just been trying out all kind of playful things we could communicate with these companies mm. we have given them a lot of new ideas that's for sure and that's uh, yeah I think that was one of the things they liked m most of all and then that we were not afraid to tell them how to solve or how to just uh, level uh, plenty uh, yeah level a lot actually mm. I have always thought that I have been a good networker, but actually Lars is superior. I mean, he's he's a king in networking, and that was also a, a key thing: how to get further and find new companies where we could try to get employed. And. Also, that was also when we could... It was like a, a, a dance, actually. Uh, sometimes I was leading and sometimes you were leading. And uh, it was really fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because if you are alone, if you're searching for a job you're by yourself, you have to do it yourself. You have to dance, you have to lead and you have to follow and you have to do everything. And... Some, and also on an interview, it's quite difficult to believe on yourself because you are alone. But we were there two together. And uh, I know that Lars trusted me and you, you know that I uh, trust you yeah. a lot. Yeah, I think people can feel the, the yeah. trust. Mm. And also, like in a job hunting process, it's so easy if you're all by yourself and it's like, Oh no, I will give up. Oh no, this is just horrible. And mm. I mean, sometimes I said those words and then you could like, no, come on now, Lars. And, yes. and the other way as yes, well. So, I exactly. Mean, that's also, you get another kind of 
energy mm. also from it. I, I still remember that meeting and I was like, oh wow, that's why that person in this group behaved might mm-hmm, a little odd. Yeah, of course, it was. It might have been that way. And I didn't even think. But when when we were talking about it, I was like, mm. okay, yeah, mm. Mm, probably, you're right. Mm. I think you were. Mm. And I, But I didn't get that uh, during the meeting, meeting and I wouldn't have understood it by myself. No, I, it's also, yeah, I mean, we have different kinds of eyes and we see things differently. But we still have the main, the, the same uh, goal to, to get a job together. Uh, and it's much more interesting and an interesting way to, uh, to, do, to uh, yeah, to try to get a job. And also during that meeting, I think I know what meeting you are talking about. Uh, and when you are talking in that meeting with the people we, are, we met you can't focus on what's happening in, around but when we are two I could fo- focus on that and then when I talk to them you had uh, another uh, you had an opportunity to, to watch what's happening all around too So, and that together makes a much better idea about what, what happened so that's true yeah. and also this with you know, how, how we were dressing up and how we were, you know, communicating in, in with cakes and <laughs> all yes. crazy things. But Chocolates I mean, and, yeah. Huh? Uh, and cutting uh, cards in pieces yeah. so they became puzzles. But I mean, that kind of things we came up with together. It was not one person sitting by him or herself. No, we were talking with each other. It's like, yeah, let's do it this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the funny thing, I think, was that you could say something and I didn't really understand it. So when I answered you, we had, ma- we had level. We are on a new level because I misunderstood you. And then you misunderstood me. And together we got the best of the best, the top, top notch, just because we had misunderstood each other and had fun on the way. So the ideas were really, really out of the red box, uh, and and uh, nothing ordinary over that at all. I would say because um, the people we have met, mm. I would think mm. that they remember us. Yes, and s- since we are still communicating with mm. some of them, mm. uh, we made some kind of impression. <laughs> yeah. Yes. A, a really good uh, footprint, I think. Yeah, yeah. And they will not forget us. But then, uh, uh, we we didn't look for a job that was out on the market. I mean, we search, we we went to the companies just saying hello. Here we are, and they didn't know that they needed us. So that's also something different. Yeah. Uh, of course, it's not that easy to to get a job in that way, but it was much more fun. We presented what we knew that we could uh, deliver at that company or help them with. And uh 
yeah, at least two, two companies had said that they were really interested. This podcast is produced by the production company Tonträff.